Hey everybody, welcome to the $5 Bin Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff, and welcome to episode 16 of the $5 Bin Podcast. With me this week is Eric. Hey, how's it going? And Amber. Hi, everyone. <laughs> wow. I know, I don't particularly know. particularly feminine there. 70% girl. 70%. <laughs> right there. See past episodes for reference. So I am a girl. You Just are. Just so you guys you know. You are girly. I am a girl. Seven and we're guys. Yeah. yeah. Mm, yep. Dear Lord. I don't even have to sound like that. I just naturally sound like that, Jeff. Sure. <laughs> My beard has a beard. That's how manly I am. Scratching your beard. Okay, come on, guys. <laughs> beard hair and the microphones. Pull that out. Yeah, me too. Well, this is definitely a guy <laughs> movie we're doing this week. Because oh. there's dick jokes galore. Because this week we're doing the interview. Richard jokes. Richard, yes. uh, Richard jokes. Dick Richards. Let's, let's keep this PG thirteen. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try real hard to keep this PG thirteen in a very rated R movie. Um, all right, wow. here's the background on this film. Uh, Dave Skylark and producer Aaron Rappaport run the celebrity tabloid show Skylark Tonight. When they land an interview with the surprise fan, North Korean dictator Kim Jong Un. They are recruited by the CIA to turn to try to turn their trip to Pyongyang into an assassination mission. This film currently holds a 52% on Rotten Tomatoes. How in the world did it get 52%? I have to say this though, that's only been out in public viewing for it. I mean, this is this is this is interesting for us here right. as reviewing a movie. We usually review movies that are years old. Correct. This, this is this is a new this is a new venture for us. We we talked a little bit about this on last week's prequel episode that you know that is an opportunity to you know for us to do something a little different. This is a politically motivated film. It's out there on Netflix for everybody to watch. So we kind of figured you know people are kind of talking about it a little bit just because of the controversy that went on over Christmas and everything, but. You know, a lot of people aren't seeing it still, so they're still. So we're riding wondering. the money train, basically. We kind of are riding the money train <laughs> on the free radio. Uh, so when you Google us, it'll come up interview, and then it'll say five dollars podcast bin. I'm like, what? That's right. We're we're doing this for ratings. <laughs> we're gonna change our SEOs. I yep. mean, it's just gonna be through the roof. But, through the roof. People are gonna be. But I'm I'm glad though we did it. I'm really, I am too because I'm glad we won't have to do it later, and we just got it over with. <laughs> So, <laughs> rip the Band-Aid off? All yeah, right. rip the Band-Aid off now. Or... No one needs to. Yeah, no one needs to go through this. So we're sorry if you watched this in preparation. I tried to warn you last week that, you know what, maybe just leave this one to us. You really should have. Um, all right, let's talk about the cast. Well, let's talk about the background. Did anybody watch this before I said, hey, we're doing this film? No. No. Okay. <laughs> but I did run into people that did before it came out oh, on really? Netflix. Okay. Really? Like people that's, that that are like, oh, man, now I wasted my 10 bucks or whatever you know oh. or yeah. saw it at a theater or something but yeah it came out in very very limited release i know that people said it didn't come out but it came out i checked uh you know the all-knowing wikipedia 300 theaters it was out in yeah oh, that's it okay so it did make those yeah. theaters that didn't want to get blown up but it did make and we're not doing our box office game because you know, <laughs> didn't really come out <laughs> in the box office um so with this one, I believe it made fifteen million over the first weekend. Yeah, on streaming, not oh. not on Netflix, but with uh, like purchase on demand and stuff like that when right. it came out. 
So kind of, it, I mean, it was a big deal. I think people just wanted to see what all the fuss was about. There was not a lot of fuss. All right. Aside so, from the political drama that it raised. We're going to talk about that a little later. Really? This was politically, anybody cares? North Korea. Man. <laughs> Get a focus. All right. James Franco as Dave Scarlark. How did he do? Uh, you don't like James Franco? I, no, I really don't. I think he's super creepy. I don't know if that's just if that's just him or if it's like his public persona, but to me he is so creepy. He's got a creepy mouth, creepy eyes, creepy face. Do you like James Franco or Dave Franco? Dave. Do you like <laughs> I love Dave. You love I know cuz we talked about this about something earlier. You say you really like Dave Franco. I love Dave Franco. But James Franco you're you're not a fan of. Are you a fan of James Franco? Like, James Franco does a pretty broad range of stuff. He does. But the things that I've seen him in, he's mainly creepy. Recently, he's Stop been... Stop watching Spider-Man. I'm not watching Spider-Man. Actually, I'd rather take James... Stop watching... What's the one... The, the home... Not Homefront. What's the, what's the one with the uh, English guy? Yeah. No. Homecoming. Something like that. He plays a creepy guy. Anyway, don't worry about it. Just for those of you that know what this is, you'll know. For those of you who watch B-roll James Franco movies, <laughs> you and Eric are going to have a special time. We will. We will. Okay. Um, he is just very into himself. Oh yeah. And he, I, I had a feeling like either he either helped write this or he was behind the camera at some point. Just, just keep the camera on me. I'm gonna do some stuff. All right, and just keep it on me, and like kept it. I, a lot of this was very unnecessary, just weird faces, weird dick jokes, weird everything. And it started with him. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He was a producer on it. So. so, Says a lot. Really sold himself then, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Well, okay, I do have to say this, though. I watched this movie with watching This Is The End. Like okay. previously, where they were all playing themselves, like yes. Rogan and Franco, and all those guys are playing themselves. Correct. So when it's funny when I watch this movie, guess what they're playing themselves. themselves. Yeah, <laughs> you just... know that. Unfortunately, that, and we're going to say that about Seth Rogen too. Yeah. Hey, I when Seth Rogen came on the scene, I was a big fan. I really liked Seth Rogen. I saw him in, I saw him in Knocked Up. I saw him in Superbad. Thought it was funny. But now, guess what? Sorry, Seth Rogen. You're the same guy. You're Vince Vaughn. Oh, we gotta You're running like, into Vince Vaughn? We got to come yeah. up with like a Vince Vaughn thing. Yes. We, like a Vince Vaughn drop. Like yeah. you are turning into. Caution. You are turning into Vince Vaughn. You're going to do the same shtick. The same. Yeah. Sh- I mean, I think at least I can give Franco some credit. Yes, he's playing his stupid douchey self here. But but he does a lot of others. Have you seen one? 127 Hours? No. Great movie. Yeah, Does I know. Does a great job I understand in it that he's got the range, but it feels like recently it's just like, hey, Seth, you want to do a movie? Yeah, sure. Let's just do dick jokes and run around oh, yeah. with the cameras yeah, on. exactly. Because yeah. morons will pay money to see this. And they do. And they do. And it's sad. I mean, I, I watched This is the End. Uh, I rented it just because I wanted to see it. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it kind of looked a little funny where he had these B-side characters like... Uh, 
uh, Michael Sarah and Aziz Ansari, and they all like had these horrible deaths in the previews. I'm like, oh, it's just going to be like they're just going to be picked off one by one. That was literally seven minutes of the movie, mm-hmm. and that was it. And then How it was just dick joke, dick joke. Uh, getting high, getting wasted, getting. I was like, weird exorcism scene. Yes, <laughs> it was like a crazy. I was like, with uh, Jonah Hill. I'm like, yeah, I w- I kind of wanted to watch them all just get picked off one by one in my fun random characters, yep. but that's not what happened. Hmm. So, and we we uh, watched the preview. The preview that we showed you, or we had you listen to last week in the prequel episode. Uh, Amber and I made the comment uh, before we started this one that half of the stuff that was in that. Uh, trailer that we played wasn't even in this and movie. those were the funny moments yeah. i wanted to see more of and, and sometimes you you watch a trailer and you go oh wow i hope all those funny moments aren't the only thing i see yeah those funny moments that you saw in the trailer weren't even in this movie so you didn't even get a chance to like relive the funny part right right, right. yeah uh, it was not good all right we touched a little bit on seth rogan he played aaron rapaport again himself he's being seth rogan Doing a Seth Rogen thing. Yeah. And then being a little serious. And then, oh, let's go look at all crazy. And then, and then <laughs> we are real serious. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm not sticking that in my butt. <laughs> That's a to- oh. <laughs> That was a great Seth Rogen impression, though. Uh. But yeah, the, yeah, he's, he's doing the same. I really like though if you're going to bring him up. Okay, if we're 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 skipping those two. They did they were playing the same <laughs> characters. I liked Randall Park though as Kim Jong Un. I I was getting to him next. He was pretty good. I you know he did the two dimensions of trying to convince you that he was this nice guy, but then also played the evil guy. I mean, for what the role was, he did fine. I mean, for nobody, for, for somebody that nobody's ever interviewed, nobody's ever really talked to. Nobody knows right. a lot about. Hey, right. let's let's just play it up. But I thought he did. Really Here's funny. what we know about him. All right, great. I thought he did a good job. Oh yeah. So yeah. Um, and then Diana Bang as Suk Young Park. The uh, That's a super Korean name, right there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was her. Young name. Park. Suk Young Park, and yeah, uh, she played the propagandist for, yeah, I don't really know what her name the was. The communications director or something sure. like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds about Propaganda. Right. Yeah, but I think that's true. Yeah. We, she was, I don't know. She was there. She didn't really do a whole heck of a lot. Yeah. yeah there wasn't a whole lot of like extra characters in this movie. No, no. Oh. It was just pretty much Seth Rogen, Randall Park, and... James Franco, and that's the whole movie. Yeah, that's post, mostly it. I mean, you did have you did have what's her face, Lizzie Kaplan. Now, I I thought I've seen her in other stuff. Maybe I'm just no. You... She was in the league for a few episodes. She's oh. Roxanne's sister. She's also, oh, she's also in Cloverfield. Okay, okay. So she, I'm sorry. So she reminded me of. She looked like the girl Maggie Siff from Sons of Anarchy. I kept thinking in my back of oh, my head. I was like, I was like, is this Maggie Siff? Is it her? No, no, no. 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 But no. I recognize her as uh, Ruxin's sister. Oh yes, that's right, Ruxin's sister. From she was the also in uh, 127 Hours. Oh, which you just talked about. So that's right. That's I right. haven't seen it, but I'm just looking. I up haven't her. either. Thank you, IMDb. Yeah, that's right. Amber is manning the IMDb. <laughs> She's in the control room with IMDb. Yes. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. I am back to the studio. <laughs> back to you guys. <laughs> the uh, other side of the table. <laughs> This is a high quality studio. Here at $5 Bin Headquarters. 
We're renting a building. Oh my god! Using that iTunes money right there. <laughs> iTunes money, it's coming in. I can hear it. Look at the paper. It's all that iTunes money. It's raining. Um, making it rain with iTunes money. Uh, all right, let's get into this plot of this film. <laughs> Gosh. So we open this movie with a, a literally a love song to North Korea calling for the raping of American women, amongst other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hoping that we burn in, burn in flames. Yeah, I, and- I read most of it like, oh, this is really bad. Yikes. Um, apparently, North Korea has this missile that now can reach the west coast of the united states and everybody's starting to get a little heightened awareness as to what's going on over there uh we we found out that uh, franco is an entertainment talk show host kind of like e or entertainment tonight it's called skylark tonight which we talked about and we open up with that as eminem in his coming out as being gay now this was not super funny but i chuckled a little bit because Eminem was so straight-faced the whole time, mm-hmm. talking about leaving he, a breadcrumb of gayness. And he was <laughs> he was like, actually funny, I thought. Yeah. Like, he, you know, not necessarily the uh, the interview itself, but just his his personality. Just the lack there like, thereof, just sitting just there just going. Just sitting there like, yeah. Yeah, I'm gay. Pretty much. Whoa, whoa, you're gay? Yeah. Like, gay as in homosexual. Uh, I like other <laughs> as men. As in... <laughs> It's like, oh, yeah. You know, all my songs are just a breadcrumb of gayness that I've <laughs> left around. I thought that was really funny. Um, so Rogan runs into a college friend at a party and uh, belittles his work on entertainment news. And uh, basically he has this thought that he what he's doing doesn't matter, which... Congratulations, it doesn't because you're doing this movie. Uh, <laughs> oh, snap. Uh, so, <laughs> apparently, Kim Jong-un uh, likes the show, uh, and they get wind of this, so they decide to basically test the waters to see if he will do an interview. Um, so they finally get back to him. and So this was really weird. So Rogan gets a call from China t- to meet the, him in the middle of nowhere. I didn't understand. To discuss the terms of the interview? Well, is And then he went back home. I'm like, what a waste of five minutes. And that's what he thought, too. I think it was just a stupid... I think it was a really awfully done joke. But, I mean, because they, they're like, you can't have you meet in North Korea. And they couldn't do it over the phone. I was just like, they had to meet at this point in China. Had the helicopter land and just basically said... The interview's good. We'll see you in a week. Yeah, we're gonna do, we're gonna come up with the questions. He's gonna come up with the answers. And just before that, though, let's not forget the montage of Seth Rogen partying because we need just one more montage of that happening in this film. So yeah, I think they're up thank to you, what, na- thank you, neighbors. Three at that point, right? At, at what ten minutes into this? Yeah, film? and you're at three at least three of those uh, montage scenes. More to come. So they end up having uh, three weeks to prepare for this interview. Uh, they're then visited by the CIA, and they want Skylark to kill Kim Jong-un. Um, they then get briefed by the CIA, and they're supposed to poison Un through this handshake kind of 
weird. It's it's like a band aid kind of. But that was kind of that was on twenty four though. Do you guys remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 I, I was like, I was I like vaguely, it's plausible. It's on twenty four. Vaguely. <laughs> Everything on twenty four is plausible. It's totally real. Because you can do all that in twenty four hours. Of course you can. Well so. done. Hello. You're Jack Bauer. So yeah, it's supposed to do this handshake is to expose him, and then twelve hours later he's gonna die. Mm-hmm. A so. pretty horrific death, as we see. Not Kim Jong Un, but somebody else. Um, I put a star at this point in the movie. What are we? Twenty, twenty-five minutes in. Mm-hmm. A star that says Franco can't shut up. I really wanted to tape his mouth closed. He just talked nonstop. Do you think that's just because they let him, or do you think that was the character? No, I think it's because they let him. I think that honestly, I think that's who he is. I don't, I don't, I don't think he knows anything else. I think this is, this is one of those movies, much like this is the end, where, hey, we're gonna give you some money. Here's the premise that we want to get across. All right, here's the premise I want to get across in this scene. Is there a script? No, but here's what I want to get done in the scene and kind of act it out. And. This they is the, just go for like an hour. And this is probably one of those movies that has like an intensively long deleted scene list and, and just the riff The raw lines, footage you know, blah, of blah, this blah, film, blah. I think it would span eight days. Mm-hmm. You I know, agree. just like, here's just, we just let, Bill stood there with the camera and just recorded the two of them, just da 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 and there's something paid. different all, <laughs> there's something different mm-hmm. every single time. And so there's just raw footage. And I think that, they then gave the footage to James Franco and Seth Rogen and basically said, edit this film. And it was literally, oh, this is good. Let's do this. Oh, let's do it. Just, it was all of them. You know, it, it was, they, neither one of them would shut the heck up. <laughs> um, so they're practicing shaking hands. The one part that we did see in the trailer was when he was about to and sneezes and then hits himself in the hand. Uh <laughs> So the head, and he like supposedly died. Like I'm gonna die, and so. But then the part in the trailer where they're roaming around a bed or something like that. Yeah, and that, it's like on his butt. It was yeah. that was funny, but it wasn't even in the movie. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Whatever. So they head to North Korea. Uh, there's lots of making fun of Asian culture in this movie. Oh my gosh. Lots of you talk real slow, you talk bad, and just. It was bad. Oh, I was embarrassed for them because I don't know at what point is it just too, you know, is it too mm-hmm. much? Is it just, you I, know, offensive? Yeah. It's offensive. As opposed to funny. But I think that they think that this is funny. But it's not funny. It's offensive. It is. Mm-hmm. It, absolutely correct. It's not fu- Like, I'm sitting here as an educated like, adult. Like which, which part were you thinking of specifically? I, I think at this point he was just in the car going... You know, oh yeah, like that whole car ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was the car bad. ride. But then, like his little his speech as he got off the plane. Oh, Do you remember that? Yeah, kind of. I was like, "Oh, stop talking! Why are you doing this fake Asian accent? Why are you talking like yeah, that?" I think fake any really offensive, stereotypical fake Asian accent. That's what this was, and it was like that for five straight minutes. And I'm like. I'm sitting there going, who is laughing at this? Who thinks this is funny? It's not. This is this is not hysterical. I and like I said, I think that the two of them sat down with their IMAX on Final Cut and were just laughing and started like, this is so hilarious. People people are just gonna eat this alive. But you can't do that anymore in the cultural awareness that we have. No. Not to bring this down at all, but 
you just can't. No. You know? It, but, okay, we were all in an improv group in college, and the guy who, and I thought about this the other day, um, the guy who ran it, Dave, once told me something that was very, very pointed and has stuck with me for a long time. Don't go to toilet humor because it's too easy and nobody cares. Be more sophisticated than that. Right. And you'll have a much longer lasting it's hard. joke. And it's harder. It's harder and mm-hmm. it's worth it. It is. The payoff in the end is way worth it. And I think the comedy that we were doing in college was much better for what it was because we were developing characters. We were developing stories as we we're going through even just improv stuff. It's like, wow, this is so much better because I'm not just going, oh, I farted. <laughs> it's like dick I... joke, dick joke, dick joke. It's like uh, Ira and the douche. Yeah, on, uh, yeah on that's exactly Rec. what it is. Yeah. And that's what this movie was. It was like, me so high. I know, it's like an hour and a half. It's like two hours of Ira and the douche. Oh, I mean, it is exactly what it is. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. Yeah, if you don't watch Parks and Rec, it is crazy Ira and the douche. That's what it is. It's two hours of them in a movie. Um, do you okay? Let me ask you this: Do you think that because it went a, almost a direct to video release, that they re-edited it before they put it out, the, allowing it to be more what they wanted? Ver- no, be, and here's why: because it was so quick. Okay, because the, it was, I think, the twenty second of December. That it was coming out, and it made the first digital release mm-hmm. like five days later. So I don't think they had time to go back. Like I said, I think this was still just the two of them thinking that this is hilarious because this is the same thing as this is the end. Mm-hmm. You know, going through all this stuff, I I wanted to shut that movie off because it, I'm like, it's got to get funny, right? It's gonna it's gonna get better. I have faith, right? No, I was not rewarded at all with my faith. Mm-hmm. It was just awful. Mm-hmm. And in the same way, like this, it's gonna get better, right? No, it just never does. Mm. The payoff's not there because you can only do so many things with, hey, let's just get high and get wasted. Woo! Three-minute montage of them getting wasted. All right, well, wasn't that fun? All right, that's the eighth time that happened. That's 24 minutes. Hey, we found 24 minutes in our movie. (laughs) Seriously, that's a quarter of your movie right there is them getting wasted. Um. So they tell all the, these misconceptions about uh, North Korea, how there's, you know, there's people actually eat, they have nice stores and all this other stuff, and they're just completely misunderstood people. So upon the arrival to Un's house, uh, a guard eats the poison that they're supposed to put because uh, James Franco decided to change his bag and put it in a gum wrapper instead. And. That with the guard eating it and their reaction was pretty funny. Yeah, like, and they keep asking him, like, "Hey, how you feeling? Is it supposed to come? <laughs> Why do you like, care so much about my health?" <laughs> it's like twelve hours later again. But okay, not a dick joke with a lasting, reoccurring theme, mm-hmm. right? And, and it paid so, off. There's so few and far between in this exactly. movie that if it was more of that, unless you know, I have a boner, then. I would have actually probably liked the movie. Yeah, the, a joke like that, ladies and gentlemen, lasts, and it is a great running gag throughout the entire movie. 
because you've got 12 hours till this poison really kicks in. And they keep running into this guy going, hey, man, how are you feeling? How, why are you so interested in how I'm feeling today? Well, you, it makes me question you guys even more. Oh, well, you know, just asking, just concerned citizen. So it, <laughs> you it's look funny. <laughs> you look really fit. We want to know, like, what are you doing to work out? Like, <laughs> that was really good. Again, a joke that pays off that had nothing to do with anybody's genitals, nothing to do with getting high, nothing... It didn't have anything to do with their vulgarity or, or no, potty humor or their the cornerstone of those two. Mm-hmm. It was completely opposite of ninety nine percent of the rest of the movie, and it worked. Well, gee, guys, let's stick with that stuff. Um, so the CIA drops off uh, more poison for them uh, through a drone, <laughs> and there's when I was talking with Amber before Eric arrived about my favorite part of the movie was Seth Rogen interacting with the tiger. Just there. So there's a tiger that he's out in the open cause he's got to get out there to get the package. Mm-hmm. But this random tiger comes yeah. out and is about to attack him. Mm-hmm. Um, which the whole interaction with that, like, do I run? Do I not run again? And not potty humor. Right. It was funny. Right. Okay. And so again, a joke that I thought paid off just the interaction, like, don't and you run, don't you dare run. He's going to eat you. And the quickness <laughs> between, you know, you see Seth, then you see the CIA like at their headquarters, and then you see Franco, Franco and, and then the tiger. Boom, 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 boom. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. well done. Yeah. Was there a fart joke? No. Was there, you know, again, right. a joke that paid off, and you were able to do it for a while, and it wasn't long enough where you were wanting to change it or like, oh, this is too long. It was long enough. It was perfect. Again, few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put, I put a star. It was funny until he puts the missile up his ass. Mm-hmm. And we had to sit there going, you know, okay, well, there you go. You just ruined it. Cause, uh, yeah, so I couldn't the, watch that scene. No. <laughs> Straight so up good. I was like, ah, oh, no, no. So the missile comes down and it ends up killing the tiger as it's about to attack Rogan. Which is pretty funny. Which, which was, was right funny. in the head. It was right awesome. It was really funny. It was well done. And so no, there's, and there's like this, and I, I think it's funny too, that, He's just going to just get, like, basically in, in a booth in, like, Nevada drinking, like, a... <laughs> drinking a Red Bull. <laughs> All right, drop the package. <laughs> so then there's these soldiers coming in, and they're going to find Rogan, and so he's got to hide them. A little missile carrying the poison, so he sticks it up his butt, and that's the not fun part. So uh, Franco meets with Un and take a, takes a tour of Un's house. Um, we get kind of the normal life of Oon where he really loves Katy Perry and oh margaritas. Oh they got, okay, I don't know how much they paid for Firework, but they used that song over and over and over. <laughs> and they even got an acoustic version. Yes, which end. we'll talk about that later, which, that, yeah. Um, I, but, re- I really like this scene. I like this whole scene of them playing basketball, hanging out in the tank. I mean, it was... Very funny. The that, whole thing was super funny. And to that him. too. That little. That, it's like I said it, uh, before, Jeff. It's it's little glimmers. Yeah. Of hope throughout the movie that it's going to be good, and then it, it the rest of it is just. And again, the stuff that we're talking about that was funny was not the potty humor. Right. It, it's the okay. They're talking about Katy Perry. Nobody understands you because and they start singing the lyrics Do you to Firework. Ever feel like a plastic, plastic bag? bag. <laughs> just hoping to start again. Yes, I wanted to drive the tank. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, so, yeah, all that stuff is great. Again, we're not, nobody's crapping their pants or anything. It's, oh, it's, 
Why? Why do we regress? Um, so at dinner, uh, the guy who took the poison ends up dying. And this was just gross to be oh gross. Oh, my gosh. So he starts convulsing and coughing and all this other stuff, then drops to the ground and starts throwing up organs, I believe. And pooping himself. And really just shit himself silly. I mean, this, this is ridiculous. Awful. Oh, my yes. gosh. It was really and then gross. this guy was consoling him, and he shoots the guy in the head that was consoling him, and it, his head was clean off. Oh, my gosh. There's blood and brains like everywhere. like Pulp Fiction yes. death. It yes, was it was. It was very Tarantino. Tarantino. This, well, this had a lot of those. I mean, you know, later in the movie, you know, we'll probably talk about the, the other scene. You know, there are a couple scenes, but there was just like crazy amounts of like excessive violence. Yes. Excessive yes. Wow. gore. Gore, yeah. That's gore, that's what I meant. Yeah, gore. gore, not necessarily violence. Yeah. So, yeah, this guy dies. It was a really violent death. And they're oh. all crying around. But, they're again, trying to get to the... Oh, Kim Jong Un is—he's just a really nice guy, and he really cares about all these people and all this stuff. So, um, so Franco then goes out to dinner with Un the next night. Uh, Un somehow freaks out and shows his true self, so he kind of shows that he is really angry. Uh, Franco takes a walk and realizes that the greatness of North Korea is fake. The store that you saw there's a fake store. They used fake fruit and all that stuff, and he gets mad. Mm-hmm. Um, so Un's publicist uh, slash propagandist works, ends up working with Rogan and Franco because she knows that the place is horrible and she wants to get the word out. And mm-hmm. So again, this is just so basically though that she says like you can't kill him because he'll just put another yeah. guy in. Which you got to do the interview and basically they said is like show him he's not a show him he's not a god because and and you got to let lead to this though. One of the funny I'm going to say one of the funny potty humor jokes was that they were saying. You mean my man doesn't poop or pee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, you've heard the rumors. No, I go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and he talks to dolphins. I mean, but that, I think, though, you, you watch you watch though, some of the stuff about North Korea and what they think about him. I mean, yeah, I think you probably passed, passed wow. that. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So, yeah, the whole idea, like what Eric was saying, is so that he's supposed to look human and not be a god. God, yeah, like basically. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so uh, Franco lures Un into answering some tough questions. Um, the production crew then attacks Rogan's, and there's a long biting off of fingers bit. Oh, my gosh, that was so This gross. is the g- gore part that yeah. we talked about. Uh, Rogan gets oh. one finger bit off, and it's just squirting blood. <laughs> And then he bites out the finger of some other guy, and the blood squirts The same out. guy. Same guy. Was, yeah. And then he, the same guy bites another finger off of Rogan, and it's like, this is just, can't you just shoot somebody? Again, this movie is two hours long. It could really be like an hour, if that. Yeah. So this is oh. where, so, uh, Franco starts uh, singing Firework by Katy Perry, and Un then starts crying. Uh, and shards himself. And then starts pooing his pants. <sighs> so, Un then shoots Franco in the chest, but he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Which, okay, like I was kind of expecting him to get up, but he got up right away. Like somebody, oh no, James Franco, you died. Oh man, oh, 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 oh you're wearing a bulletproof No, he just gets up. Hey guys, it's okay, I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. It's like... There's no payoff. There's no like, oh, you really died. <laughs> well, you just wanted to see him die. Kind of. <laughs> it's like this point, I'm like, just you kill just him. wanted to see him die. Just kill him. Um, Maybe I'll actually shut up. <laughs> oh, sorry. 
<laughs> yes! Woo! The, the audience cheers. Um, so they try to then escape, and they do it in the tank uh, that we saw earlier. Un corners them while he's in a helicopter and is about to launch his nuclear arsenal when everybody in the tank fires the cannon, and they blow up Un's helicopter out of the sky. Um, right when that's happening, the song that's playing is the acoustic version of Katy Perry's Firework. <laughs> And I put in a star, they're really getting their money's worth out of this. <laughs> they bought it once and just stripped well, it down. Now, I thought the acoustic version was funny because it was this reoccurring joke. Like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, you got the regular version, and then you kind of sung it acoustically. It kind of surprised me mm-hmm. that they did it like, <laughs> yeah, they, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was what you got. <laughs> I see what you did there. A mere, a mere chuckle. <laughs> Uh, so Rogan and Franco with this puppy that they got <laughs> begin a journey home. They write a tell all and literally things were back to normal. Yep. The end. That is the payoff. Except of North, film. North Korea, North Korea has now had a democratic election. election. Right. But everything else, folks, the world was back to normal. What in the world? Normally, like, uh, all of these people have changed. Maybe James Franco went on to do, like, 60 minutes and he was different. Nope. He's doing Skylark tonight. There's still. still the hateable people yes. that we hate. Yeah. They, you know, they, they never evolved. Like, oh, uh, Seth Rogen took a job at ABC World News headquarters and he's living that dream of doing... Nope. They're back at Skylark production just doing the same crap. With a tell-all. Yeah. With, <laughs> the, the thing is, they wrote a book about their experience. Really? Really? So you're telling me that after all this, nothing matters. Good to know. I'm taking you didn't like this movie. I hated this movie. (laughs) The budget for this film was $44 million. Wow. $44 million. Think of how many North Koreans that could have fed. If you were really trying to make a political statement by making this movie, you just shot yourself in the foot. Yep. But I don't think that they were that smart. I don't think it was no. that. Trying to, I don't think they were trying to make a political statement. No, but I think they put $44 million into it and were like, all right, well, let's just do it. Let's release it. Let's get whatever money we can back out of this. And I think the marketing for it, hey, you know, we don't – people are interested. They want to see what got banned, what's so bad. Really, if you think that – should this have gotten banned? Let's just talk about that. Should this have gotten banned? Eric? No. Amber. No. I don't think so either. If Kim Jong-un is really offended by this, he shouldn't be be offended by it because he died or whatever. He'd just be offended that they made a crappy movie, whether he's in it or not. <laughs> James Franco and Seth Rogen, your just mere presence on screen offends me. And <laughs> Do we... Okay, million dollar question. Was this an inside job? Was this a, somebody who was like, crap, this movie ain't going to do well? I got an idea. <laughs> no. Airbrained as it is, I got an idea. No, because it was released that the the North Koreans did hack Sony. And all that other stuff came out from Sony. Mm-hmm. Right. I was just I just loaded up the the story and, so, and that's really tr- truly that is what happened. That Sony was hacked based on their portrayal of of Un and Correct. So there were threats made the Supreme Leader. To the Supreme Leader. Uh, threats made to people who were in the movie, who made the movie, anyone and everyone had anything to do with the movie. And 
I guess instead of bringing it to, you know, anti-terrorism or whatever, they just shut the movie down from ever releasing. Now, I am a person who will say art is art, and I think we live in America and America, and you have the freedom to do what you want. So in this in this instance, if you want to create fart jokes, dick jokes, and people pooping their pants, hey, go for it. I really don't care. Am I going to want to spend my hard-earned twelve fifty to go see it? No, I'm not. But if you want to create that and spend $44 million doing it, you have the right as an American citizen to do so. Now, in hindsight, sitting here in February going, would if something would have happened because of this movie, okay? If a theater blew if up. If a theater blew up, yeah. if something like that happened, I understand that hacking was a, a, a negative thing, but this, it, the threats that were out there were, we're going to take people out in a theater. And we're going to blow up theaters if this is, if this gets out. Would people? Would you be willing to die to go see this movie? Literally. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, no movies worth it. No, I'm sorry. but at, you know, at least somebody didn't. If some crazy Italian got up and started shooting people because they saw The Godfather, it'd be like, well, at least I died watching The Godfather. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And this one, you're going, well, I was watching the interview, and that's why I died. Really? I mean, like, this this is not worth dying for. And I, at the end of the day, I was, at first I was very upset. Like, look, this is art. This is freedom of speech. You should be able to do whatever it is you want to do. But in hindsight, this movie is not worth dying for, so it's not worth putting out there. And I agree with what they did. And I will say, I believe, if I remember correctly, the White House released a statement that they weren't happy that Sony pulled the release because it's bowing to terrorism. It's, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to standing up for it. So I, I do recall that coming out, too. So I think there was support in in that, you know, this is this is art. You, you know, why are we pulling? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, agree. Mm-hmm. So. But I mean, but again, but at the end of the day, nobody's willing nobody's to die willing for to this look, movie. This film, if you are willing to die for this film, you got issues. <laughs> like this is not worth it. If you're willing to, man, that third time that somebody shit their pants, man, that was oh, it was so worth it. <laughs> no, the eighth montage of them getting drunk and high and passed yeah. out in a corner. Yeah, it's that's all this movie was. So yeah. On one hand, I support your freedom to do what you want to do because this this is America and you have the right to do so. But at the end of the day, I do think that they did make the right decision because this film is garbage. <laughs> it's absolute horse crap. And I don't Wow, he's giving it like nothing. I know, this, I know. I'm 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 really scared to say how I felt about this movie totally. For fear, Jeff will. I know he'll he'll, he'll 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 like stab me with it, a patriot flag and <laughs> Glenn Beck's tears on my chest or something <laughs> like that. But no, I okay again. If you want to watch something like this, that's fine. But there's a better class of things to watch. I agree. <laughs> there now were there funny parts. Yes, there were some funny parts. But was it enough to say the overall quality of this movie was better? Absolutely not. No. I'm. I agree. I agree. I'm going to tell you this though. 
when when we start talking about how we ranked or whatever, I knew what it was going into it. I knew who did it. The guys that Absolutely. did the guys that did super bad. The guys that did, you know, twenty one and over or not twenty one over. I uh, this is the end. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know, knocked up. Same shtick. Same. Yeah. Repackage yep. with something slightly different. Exactly. Let's do it. Let's do it in North Korea this time. It's oh. like scare your expectations back a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, like, when I was going into this, I totally I was I was not expecting I was not no, expecting this, great things. So so with that though, I was like, okay, yeah, there's gonna be this and there's gonna be this and there's probably gonna be excess of this and I'm gonna laugh at it because guess what? Garbage in, garbage out. I'm gonna laugh at it. I know what it is. It's garbage and I understand. I ate a bag of Cheetos and I feel awful after eating it. Yes, this was a bag of Cheetos. And there's a place for it. <laughs> this okay, was a now, bag of Cheetos. Now, now we watched this movie because we put it on the list and I said this is the movie we're doing. Would you have seen this movie without that? No. Yes. Knowing what it was. Oh, you would have? Oh, I still would have. I, I wanted I, I really I wanted to. I thought have. the I thought the premise was funny. Of it, I was like, you know what? It's going to be a goofy, stupid Cheetos bag movie. And I still would have seen it. I wouldn't have gotten seen it in a theater. I'm going to tell you that. Okay. I have very high levels of what I want to see I in know, a theater. Right? If you're going to get Eric's 1250, <laughs> by gosh, it's going to be fake. It better be three hours and, sh- and appearing if- in a theater when my kids aren't around so I can go there <laughs> and not have to get a sitter. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. Let's go to ratings. One to five. Eric. I'm giving it. A four. Whoa. I know. Jeff, sit down. Sit down. <laughs> Got the American flag. <laughs> Holy cow. Eric. I'm suffocating. I'm suffocating from don't tread on me over there. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, I'm, look. No. That actually a, seems I'm really. I'm just kidding. I'm that's just kidding. anti what I'm <laughs> saying. Really I know. I said kidding. you're I'm all kidding. for the freedom of I'm kidding. speech. I'm kidding. I'm just getting into his. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were serious about your rating. No. No. I'm giving it a three. I'm giving it. That's still pretty high. That's still really high. I'm giving but... it a three. No, I just wanted to. If I said a five, I just wanted to see what he do. No, his it's... head would have exploded, Eric. No, my real rating <laughs> the is end it's... of Jeff. My real rating. <laughs> I wanted to see what he do. Actually, no, my real rating is a three. Oh, okay. You can okay. mark this in the almanac for this show. My rating for this movie is a three. So slightly higher than everybody else on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Okay. Slightly higher because. I knew what it was going into it. Not that you guys didn't know what it was going into it. I'm just saying my expectations for it were, were so low. Where I was like, "This is gonna be, yeah, this is gonna be a like I said, a bag of Cheetos. I'm gonna feel awful after eating it and Cheeto, whatever you know." For me, it's actually Fritos. <laughs> I love Fritos. Chili I, cheese Fritos. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> and you're like, "Oh, that was so good." I went to the gas station, spent my buck fifty on it, and feel awful and it's all of and the car smells awful but I, my I don't care i know what it was <laughs> it was it smells th- like a bag of B.O. it's a three i it was <laughs> you know some of the i i think though for me some of the best the best interactions were between franco and kim jong-un i thought those those were funny you know and it's like oh you get me i get you and and it, yes it was up for i know it was a, a ruse on his part but it was really funny though amber three um I'm going to go lower than Eric. Surprise, um, surprise. <laughs> I'm going to go two. Okay. Um, because of those glimmers of hope throughout the movie that it wasn't all just genitals and drugs. That's my two. Um, I, I don't have anything else. I, I really, I kept checking the clock on this one <laughs> yeah. and just seeing how much more. And I, 
I remember I'm like, okay, we got to pause this for a second, you know, and we still had 45 minutes left. And I'm like, how? Yeah, I think a new standard, one one new game we should play is the time clock check. check. When did you check the clock? How oh, many sure. times That's a good have one. you checked the clock in this film? I think that would have been a good one for this film because I did a lot too. But yeah, I'll give it a two. So two solid two. I'm going to give it a two. Oh! I, I, I mean... I want to give that's it a, a D. One. That's a D. It's still a D. I mean, it's, I feel like I I'm gave pretty, it the C. I gave it a D. Uh, no, no. Like if I give it a two, that's a forty percent. That's that's a big F. As we as we said though, that's matching about just a little bit below what what Rotten Tomatoes yeah. is doing. So again, I mean, I don't know. Again, like with Amber, this had glimmers. And I was really disappointed with this at the end. I thought there was going to be more of something else. I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't. Well, I, I think what you said, I think we were hoping that maybe they, the characters would change a little and maybe Franco or Skylark or whatever his name is would, you know. Have some he, redeeming quality. Yeah, they he, all had no redeeming qualities. He was maybe interviewing a president or, you know, a congressman or something. And, you know, ah, the, the whole format of the show is awesome. Change for the better. Yeah. No. No. No, we at the end of the day, there was no <laughs> difference in our lives whatsoever. And there's, they wrote a book. Congratulations. Well, they did so well. Why would they change? It? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, Rage so I mean, I'm giving this a two with the expectation that the next Franco Seth Rogen movie will be a one. Like, did you it, did you see Pineapple Express? I did not. Did you see Pineapple Express? No, I okay, because I was wondering. Like, I was thinking of movies with with this pairing, if you will how that movie compared to this movie. I thought they were kind of in the same vein. Uh, they were a little gritty, a little goofy. Gritty, goofy, and I can't think of another G word to for my alliteration. Gregorious. Tree. Gregarious, Gregarious. yeah, it's a good word. I'm not going to say it, though. But I thought it was kind of, if you've seen Pineapple Express, watch this movie. They're they're sort of similar in, in how... They're paired together, though. Yeah, but I, for me, Rogan is quickly, so... quickly going down my. Sorry, list. guys. Sorry, Seth. Yeah, he uh, he was in he was in it guy for a while, but he's playing the same roles. Sorry, I Seth. Mean, I, I think Neighbors made my my hate list for 2014, yeah. if I recall. Because mm-hmm. oh, biggest disappointment, I think, because I had kind of high hopes for it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, maybe this will redeem him. No, it didn't. And then this movie just—he's the same guy. He's this—I mean, please be some. At least like in Knocked Up, he kind of—he was the same guy, but again, he evolved kind of into a nicer guy right. as things went mm-hmm. on. But he, I think that's what we hope for in a movie—is we hope for the characters character to evolution. evolve. Yeah. And when that doesn't happen, I think that's why we end up watching and reviewing yeah. these movies. And that's why we say, <laughs> yeah, a lot of those movies are running that same thing. Is like it just ended up and it was like blah, at the end. It was like. Oh. Great. Two hours wasted. Right. Nothing moved forward. We're about forward moving here. Yeah. At least, We're life coaches here. At least Vince Vaughn is the jerk in the beginning and turns out with the heart of gold at the end, you know, but no. But still is sticky. Sticky. Right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, recommend anybody? Is it or recommend or is this a watch it seeing is believing kind of a thing like you're going to. I mean, well, let's just say this: If you got the seven ninety nine membership to Netflix, watch it. <laughs> just mean, make sure the kids are put away. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> this is and definitely yes. not one to have on in the background. Yes. What family dinner? Yeah. No. 
know. <laughs> or if mom and dad are coming over and they think, hey, hey, I, let's watch that interview movie. It's very political, I hear. No, dad, we're not watching we're that. We're not watching that. That one. is not Whose happening. Dad was that? I don't know. Wasn't my dad? <laughs> not my dad. <laughs> either. So yeah, it's uh, that's a dad. That's it's not not a, my a Ooh, dad. Older. Not our. So so my older parents dad. listened to a few of the previous episodes now that we're on iTunes. Uh, he listened to the Burbs one. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. a lot of shout outs to your old man there. I'm like, yeah, dad, there were. <laughs> You'll be making a few appearances, I'm sure, on this show. Just me imitating you. So, <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, I guess watch it if you got time. But there's plenty other stuff to watch on Netflix. At least with Netflix, you can pause it and then come back to it if you right. can. Maybe sick that's of a it. thing too. Like you could just pause it. Like it's a two dayer. You know, maybe you could do it at all uh, in one shot. I could shot. only take a little bit of yeah, this. a little bit at a time. There's been a couple of those where I watched in two days, and I came out with a better understanding than either of you. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh no, it wasn't so bad. No, it was okay, well. all right. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a nice little rating and review. We would really appreciate it. It sends us our. Uh, Little updates and uh, people get to find us just a little bit better. And so. we'll give you a shout out. Too. Yeah, shout outs. Every yeah. prequel episode, you there'll be somebody <laughs> getting shouted out to. Nice. So, so yeah, um, you guys got anything? Blushing Baker stuff? Uh, nothing new at the moment up there. Uh, I'm working on some uh, fruity pebbles cookies tomorrow, Ooh. so that'll make the blog, um, and then it may make the next podcast. Ooh, are you bringing in, <laughs> are you bringing in samples? I can, I can bring. In Ooh, some samples. oh, we could be blushing baker sample people. Oh, that'd be good. I I, I need some sample testers. Ooh, yeah. All yeah. right, Eric, you got any uh, shows? Any? No, but I should start. One man show. I'm going to be over at the Riviera <laughs> on Saturday night, 7.30. Tickets are $20. <laughs> Get them in iTix. No, no, nothing. Nothing. I do nothing. I no. go home. This is my outlet. <laughs> I have, I I have two children, and that's <laughs> it. I work, I have kids, and I do this, and I go home. No, I have nothing. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I should get something, though. You should. You should get something to promote. As I said, I should blog or yeah, I think you should. or do needlework or needlepoint. I don't know. You want to cross use. stitch. Cross stitch. I can there teach you, you how to Woodworking. cross stitch. Cross Cook. stitching. Anyway. So, so yeah, um, I think I might be doing an open mic here pretty soon. So we'll see what, what happens. Um, just open and sits there on the stage. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, musically. There, there's a, oh. there's a, a stand-up open mic that I've actually thought that the three of us need to do at some point in time. Oh, that's terrifying to might, me. Might be a dare. That's I don't know. terrifying. Stay tuned. Me. It could be a summer thing. Oh, my dare. gosh. That's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Who did it better? Who's your favorite uh, $5 bin cast member? That's terrifying. I think it should happen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, guys. This is going to do it for us, the $5 bin podcast. I'm Jeff. And for Eric. See you later. And Amber. Yay. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. 